Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our first ever show of Chalk Talk here at Microbrew Radio. Um, I'm pleased to welcome tonight my guest, Vinnie Loden. Um, how are you doing today, Vinnie? You okay? I'm good, thanks. Good stuff. Thanks for having me on. Anytime, anytime. Um, obviously, we've had you on because you, the work you've been doing around Burton recently, in recent years, has been it's been fantastic. You know, so. We're just going to get into that. We're going to get into that a little bit and see um, see your reasoning behind it all. Obviously, we know you love the game, the sport. So uh, I don't know why you're laughing. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, are you excited? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Ner- bit nervous. Nervous. Yeah, me sorry. too. Buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> me too. Okay. Um, so recently, we've been having quite a lot of flyers around, but quite a lot of competitions. Yeah. Um, when I first started playing and, and coming through, you know, just playing locally, we didn't really have these kind of things. So it's amazing to have them now. And I'm, I imagine it's amazing for, you know, the youth that are coming through and they want to get involved, play against better players. Yeah. What was your reasoning behind, you know, bringing these competitions to us? Um, I saw some um, go across the country, um, flies advertised, and I thought it was something that, we we could do. Um so obviously I spoke to Philip Potter, started one there. It was an instant hit straight away. There's like sixty four entrants in. And then a local pub at the Wiggy Brian, he asked, and then the break room and then last weekend there was one Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So it's yeah, it's they've took off fantastic really. Yeah, it's it's brilliant when you think of, you know, the venues we have around, they're all going to want to be in competition with themselves anyway. Um, So as soon as they get wind of, you know, Vinny started this flyer here, he's filled it 64 people within a matter of hours, you know, we, we, you know, they feel so, so quickly. Yeah. The next person is going to be like, well, I want in on that, you know, it's obviously bringing in money for them. And it's also, they're always a great competition, aren't they? You know? Yeah. I mean, I think, the bank holiday one at the at Potter's on the Saturday that filled in an hour and a half, sixty four with reserves. Uh, the Wiggy one that filled in, I think it was like eighty minutes. Uh, but it was a long night in the end because I just sort of let everyone in. So. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, obviously we say cap at thirty two. Um, well, you say cap at thirty two, but yeah. if you've got thirty six, thirty seven. Them five people, they're, they're more than likely going to turn up anyway, just in case people have dropped out. So it does it does make sense to involve them. It's going to add yeah. time onto it. You know it is if you start a preliminary round, especially yeah. in the Wiggy where we've only got four tables. If it was, you know, break room, potters, spot on, it'd be a different, you know, it would be a different scenario, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, as you say, I love the game and I love getting people involved in it. So if someone's like, can I play? It's, it's hard to just turn around and go, no, sorry, it's full. Yeah, well, you're a so. people pleaser. And it's, you know, and that's that's why people enjoy you, mate. That's, that's how yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the flyers and the competitions and, yeah. and everything that's been going on you know, recently, how do you believe that's raising the bar in general with Paul and within Burton, but not just within Burton, you know, these things are happening all over the country, as you've already touched on. Yeah, I think I think the standard, um, it's just raising it all the time for the youth, the ladies. And if you look at the competitions from the Wednesday League, the Sunday League, 
there's there's you know different players in there all the time, um, and you know obviously with me running a lot of um, I see how much people are improving, and yeah, it's just, it's just good. It's just raising the bar, mm-hmm. and and I think since lockdown, the the standard and and the popularity of the game is is has gone hard, sky high. Yeah, definitely because. Obviously, in lockdown, people like myself and, and yourself. I know, I know you've got a table at home, but it's yeah. it's not quite the same, is it? You know, you miss the social side of things with people being around, and a lot of us spent so much time inside, not playing. Yeah. That when we were allowed to play again. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much beating I can do for Harry and Jake, <laughs> but it gets boring after a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Harry and Jake, if you heard that, um, but fully deserved. <laughs> But um, yeah, the social side is, it, yeah. There's and that that's one big thing I take out of it. There's there's people that are friends through Paul that would probably have never met if it weren't for Paul. Yeah, and if it weren't flies. for you know, say for instance, these competitions where you filled sixty four players within you know a matter of hours. I've certainly met people in the last couple of years since since COVID that I am now going to be friends with for a while. Yeah, people I I get good energy from. Yeah. And Again, that's thanks to yourself for starting this competition. Um, yeah, I mean, as well, um, it's mainly about Paul, but um, just I don't want it all to be about Paul. There's that social side, you know. If if someone ever needs, you know, someone to talk to, they've, they've met people through Paul that that they can do that. So it's it's not just the Paul side of things as well. Yeah, of course. It, the the inclusion the inclusion is big for some people. You know, any anyone that is yeah. struggling. Um, and again, it's we hope they continue, especially from from my point of view. Paul is something that fills up my time, and I I absolutely love it. And I'm, I'm sure you know ninety percent of people will say exactly the same. A lot of people do just come out for the drink. You know, yeah. they come out for the fun. But a lot of people come out for you know. Paul can take my mind off things, just as many other people will say the same. So yeah. Um, long may you reign, Vinnie Loden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, obviously coming up in May on Sunday the twenty first, we've got the ladies' competition at Potter's. Um, nearly filled, I think. Were we on thirty? Are we? I think it's filled now. Yeah, uh, that that full up filled up last night. Oh, okay, uh, nice. I'm excited about that. So um, that was an idea that I went to Phil and Dave at Potter's with and just said, you know, this has not been done in the area. We've done the under-18s, we've done the under-25s, we've done the seniors, the the flyers, the comps. But the one thing we hadn't done was the ladies and and Phil and and Dave were well on board with it. Um, So I'm outside. There's, There's people in there that you wouldn't normally see playing, my wife included. I've, I've, I've put her in. Go on, Sammy. We're all behind you. <laughs> I've put her in and paid for her. And there's, yeah, there's some big hitters in it now. So she's like, I'm not playing. But I think she'll enjoy the day. It's more about enjoying it than than winning it. Yeah, so. definitely. It will It will be a great day. I mean, you'll have people coming up just, just to watch. I think I'm going to I'm going to come up myself. And as yeah. you say, you've got some talent in there. Some, some big talent. Yeah, we've got, uh, Amy, who's she's the world RPA pool champion. We've got Vonnie, uh, Claire, 
who who have been England players and top players for Staffordshire and have done well on the EBPF. Um, we've got some up and coming players like Madison Sherrett, uh, Natalia Bloor, and this is going back to the Flyers. The the improvement in in some of them, especially like Nat played really well on Sunday at the Flyer at Wiggy. Maddie played really well. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, it'll be a good day, I think. Yeah, I think, as you, as you touch upon there, the the inclusion of them being in these Flyers and these competitions, the, the younger kind of women that have been playing, it all stems from them competitions, from them turning up, playing against playing against better players and... Yeah, that is how you get better in the game. You know, you need, you need to play against um, against them better opponents. And yeah, it, it tells. It definitely tells. I I could tell on Sunday, as you say, with Natalia, with Madison. Um, you know, you can tell with with Rosie Kendrick when she's playing. Yeah, playing against these better opponents, when whether they're going away to county and playing or playing for their country in England and representing, it shows in the way that they, they then play and. I think we'll we'll see quite a quite a good standard at this this women's competition because there could be a few upsets and again that helps the confidence of the younger players. So yeah, there's I think Carrie Griffiths is in. She's an international. There's Becky Watkins who's looks like going to be one of the top ladies players. Um, I think there's a few few girls coming down from Peterborough. There's one coming from Newport, so it's it's yeah, it's quite big, really. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be a great day. And for anybody that is interested in coming to watch, it will be at Potter's in Swaddlingcote, and it's on Sunday, the twenty first of May. What what kickoff time have we got then? Uh, I think it'll be ten a.m., nine thirty, ten a.m., ten a.m. So Vinny will be there at ten fifteen. <laughs> No, but that that will be a good day. We're looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, so going back to the game in you know in Burton on Trent, we've we've both been in the game a long time. You yeah. yourself longer than me, playing since the age of eleven. Yeah. Um, how much has it grown, especially since especially since COVID? I've seen a. I mean, I myself, I've seen a massive growth for the game around here, let alone in the country. How how far do you think it's come on? Massively, I mean the infrastructure around here now with with the likes of Potters, um, the Bright Room, um, and the the coaching lessons that that are having on there. There's, there's little snooker coaching things on a Saturday morning at Potters, and yeah, you've got Dave and Phil who, who are really driving Kyle and and Cohen. Who, who were two amazing talents and yeah it's it's just grew and grew and when I was young if we did a comp you'd be lucky if you got 16 18 but yeah now it's filling up with six, 60 odd 70 people and yeah, so fast in hour, so yeah. fast when you look at it um and that's that's for everywhere that's you know it's good to see it's good to see as you say when we were when we were kind of coming up playing when I started playing, you know, in the, in the two thousands, yeah, there wasn't really anything like that at all. We were lucky if if there was ever a competition, it was something that maybe was in the local pub. Like I used to go to Newin on Ornaglow Road, yeah. and on a Friday night, they'd they'd run a competition. There'd probably be eight people, yeah, five yeah. each, yeah, and that that was it. The things like this have been 
been amazing and I think it's telling in the standard of the younger players that are coming through as well especially you mentioned Kyle and Cohen yeah these two are going to be massive in in terms of pool yeah I mean we all we all know how good Kyle is um, he works hard at it and you know he's getting everything he deserves if you, if you put that much time in that he is he deserves it and Cohen yeah Another amazing talent who I've I've just been potters with actually. So did he uh, beat you? No, I I had a bit of run. He'll say <laughs> uh, I just sneaked the win against him. But um, yeah, and that that's what I love about it. Like I've been on twelve hour nights all week. Mm-hmm. I would probably never get up and and go out for a practice if it weren't Cohen asking. And. Yeah, and like Harry and Jake and, and Cohen, like, oh, can we go out practice? I'm like, oh, I've been at work. Whereas usually I'd probably just chill at home before I go work again. They're getting you out playing. Um, yeah, so, of course. and it's doing them the world of good, you know, especially your two lads who, who obviously love being on the table and they're yeah. playing and they're, they're just improving. Yeah. That must be amazing for you to see. Like, if, I, if it was myself and, and my son and I saw him, how good he was getting on the table and how much he was enjoying it. The pride would be unreal to feel. You must feel like it must feel good. Yeah, amazing, really. I mean, um, obviously, it's a dad's dream, really, with football and pool. They've both took to both. Amazing, really. So, um, yeah, and just seeing how they improve and practice with each other, obviously, yeah. I've just had the new summer house and, and the talk table. Talk to us about the new table, then. Like, you're itching to talk about it. Come on. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, that that all came about. I, I was very between the black ball table and a supreme winner, um, and I didn't know what to choose. Really, some were saying black ball about, but then I just thought we play most our comps on supreme winners, mm-hmm. so uh, I'd, I'd go with that. And um, the lad that got in touch, he had a money match at Potter's. Um, and Harry refereed his game. He looked after Harry that day. And um, I saw he, he ran Pigeon Pool Promotions London. And I just went to him with an idea, basically saying, can you do this with the table? Uh, wrap it. And yeah, I've just had it installed today. I don't, have you seen a picture looks, of it? Yeah, I've seen it. It looks yeah. nice. I've for, not, for anybody that wants to have a look, go on Vinny's uh, Facebook page. Yeah, it'll be all over there and tonight. Have a, have a little gander at it. <laughs> Um, yeah, the job he's done is amazing, really. Um, but I had to go out because I was meeting Cohen, so I haven't actually seen it yet. But um, you can yeah. have a good look at that later, mate. When yeah, you get home. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's good. It's good. It's it's. It must be great to have a table at home. You know? Yeah, I love it. And like like I say, with the boys, they're like, "Oh, can we have a race to 15 I'll play one, play the other." And obviously, you know, I'm having that. That's improving my game as well. Um, you know, so I went plaza in Stoke in an 88-man reach, the semis. I mean, the Wednesday single semis. I've just reached the Barry Das and Masters semis. Um, you know, the flies at weekend semi in the final. So, yeah, it works. It's, it proves that, you know, the more you play, obviously, the better you'll get. So Yeah, 100%. And, you know, finals are going to come for you and, and competition wins are going to come. In terms of that, yeah. What's your, you know, your biggest achievement in the game? Um, 
don't say beating Harry 15 nil because that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, I don't know really. Like obviously, like when I was young, very young, I, I you know, I, I, I got involved in the England setup. Um, unfortunately, if I knew what I knew now, I'd have stuck at it, but I didn't. I went out with my mates, and yeah, just, just which happens. Life happens. Yeah, life happens. Um, but. Yeah, I wish Dad stuck at it now, and that, that's why I try and work hard with Harry and Jake to stick at it, and it'll come, and don't lose focus, and, you know, I'm, I'm good friends with, like, Pooch, Cohen's dad, so I'll, I'll try and keep Cohen at it, but he, he some of the players Cohen's practising with, and, and Harry and Jake at Potter's is, yeah, I, yeah, the, when you when you look at you know four or five years time, how good they they're gonna be if if they keep at it, yeah, know, if they keep level headed with it. Yeah, it's exciting to see and and, and wonder where that'll be. Um, I will never win a competition. <laughs> I know I best get one in quick. <laughs> um, so, with some of the flyers and the competitions, yeah, we do do um, different rules, so to speak, with the international rules. Yeah, some like it. Some don't. Um, yeah, you know, what's your general feel on them? Like, do you do you uh, do you like them? Do you not? Um, I do really like international rules. I do, um, but obviously, black balls always what we've played around here till recently. Yeah, they're very split. So, I started the Tuesday Ultimate League. Um, it was tough getting it going. People like new rules, didn't like the loss of turn. Um, I managed to get the league going, which has been going a couple of seasons. More people are getting involved in in, in that. Um, but um, yeah, I think the majority fact, factor of people prefer black ball. I think. Yeah, I think black ball is. Um Definitely liked more. It's definitely preferred. Definitely, um, yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, we've always had your kind of Wednesday rules have always been different to the Sunday rules. Yeah. Um, I've always preferred Wednesdays over Sundays. Yeah. So it is. You know, well. this when the first when the Tuesday league first come about when you know I wasn't taken and I, I wasn't going to join in because I didn't want to adapt and I didn't want to try something new. Eventually, when yeah. I kind of got dragged into it. Um, I did enjoy it, yeah. And you know, it's it's one of them where I think if you go into it open minded and just try and enjoy it, once you're eventually used to it, because I, I mean, I I went and played in an international rules competition at, at Plaza in Stoke that you just mentioned. Yeah. Um, this was a, probably about two years ago now, and I didn't know it was international till I got there. I thought it was black ball when I when I paid entry and I got there. Turned out it was international, and I went out first round, and I was like, <laughs> I will never play these rules again ever. <laughs> like that was awful. But turns out it was just me that was awful on the day. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I mean, I I enjoy them to an extent. I think a couple of the rules are are, are a bit odd to me, but mm. they are the rules, and that's that's how the game goes. But I think when you look at how many people are in the league, teams wise and players wise, and the involvement, you know, all you've got to do is go into the the wiggy on a Tuesday night and see who's in there and who's playing. Yeah. The general consensus is that most people like it. Yeah, um, and that again must be great for you when you've you've brought in this league and so many people want to play in it. Yeah, I mean, 
obviously with the black ball that that's the main rule so when ultimate pool come about I, I i started i thought oh these rules look a bit fun we'll do it um and yeah people like don't fancy it that loss of turn don't agree with it especially some of the older generation uh, i remember talking to keith keith rudin he was he played in a Wednesday team last year. He's like, I ain't doing that. It's not right. You should be punished. You can't just pop someone's ball and leave him snookered. It's ludicrous. <laughs> and um, yeah, but I think the international, especially with like the golden break, the golden duck, it's more fun. And we'll do like a few comps, three, four hundred pound winners, pot, woods. Would the golden breaks, golden ducks be involved at higher level with higher prize money? For me, the international's more of a fun rule set than a serious rule set. Yeah, yeah, it would be a heartbreaking way to kind of lose a semi yeah. or a final, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, it would definitely probably tip me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I think the black ball, um, you know, I think. Think that's the more the more serious rule set, and again going back to Kyle, he, he's just done amazing with the England A team, the under twenty threes. I think the under twenty threes lost in the final. Rosie, she won the doubles with Keane from Derby. Rob and Paul Eaton and John, they've and Kev Seaman, they've got a serious seniors team. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of these people are coming out of Burton. They're going to represent their country. They're winning things. It's it is amazing, and I think they deserve a little round of applause. So we'll give them a little <laughs> clap there. There we go. Well done, guys. And no, that's that's serious as well. That's you know a dream for I think most people to go and represent your country, and especially to bring back trophies and medals. Yeah, it can't really get any better. I think that's got to be the ultimate goal for anyone that wants to play pool. Obviously, unless you can go and get paid to do it, that <laughs> obviously be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that is good. Can you think of any more kind of pros and cons in, into the international rules? Obviously, you've you've touched on most of it. Wednesday rules do do take over. They are they are obviously the dominant yeah, force. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like with the golden break, the golden door, as we spoke about. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking, and I think in one of the flyers, Jake, I think he was playing Claire, and he had a golden break to win the match, and he didn't like it. It was like can't win like that and yeah. he's, he's just a 14 year old lad do you know what I mean so yeah um, yeah the loss of turn that's been spoke about but yeah I think I think the setup within like the black ball seems more more serious than the international rules yeah it definitely is and the Wednesday league has been like that around here for, for a long time hasn't yeah it? yeah um, do you have any goals for the future? You've obviously already done a lot. Um. Yeah, I mean, it all started like a few years ago, a fair few years ago, when I was with some mates in, in a pub and we said, you know, shall we do a little singles league between ourselves? Eight of us pay 20 quid each and the word got out and then before we knew it, we got over 140 players and that that's how it started. Um Obviously, I had the Sunday League, um, you know, who, who took over from, um, well, 
like Mel, who, who sadly passed away. But um, yeah, it just started from there, and then Sunday leagues ran well. Um, yeah, you've introduced um, Q score. Q score, that's yeah, that's very good and, and interactive. Again, most people have took really well to it. Um, some of the older guys struggle a little bit with it, but it's never any issue. Yeah, I think it's been. more interactive seeing how your how your team teams who you're up against in the league are doing on the night. To, yeah, that was how I viewed it. I I viewed it as a sense of you know if we're if we're third and someone else is fourth and it's last game of the season, it'd be good to see. Good to see how it's going on. Good yeah. to keep an eye on it. You know, um, I I really like the idea of it, and I I can't see it being an issue for much longer. I think once everyone's adapted to it, it'll be yeah, it'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, so speaking of of which, obviously, as you as you say, you took over the Sunday League. What kind of? I probably know the answer already because you love yeah. your pool. But what kind of driven you to to take over such? It's it's not an easy job, as we know. No, um, I'd played in the Sunday League with years with with my dad uh, when it started. Simon, who's who's a close friend, and I think at the time when I was taking over. Um, it seemed people were saying to me, and I love a challenge. I sort of seen it, and someone said to me, "It's got six weeks before before it it all ends." I thought, "Well, that's a challenge." And yeah, now we've we've got more teams than ever, and and yeah, it, it's going really really well. And and yeah, everything's everything I run seems to go really well, but the challenge comes when it's not going so well. And I think, you know, what can I do? When when they're all running so well as the flyers are, as as the comps are, they just run themselves really. I'm, I'm just sort of there telling people what table they're playing on. But um, yeah, it's when it's when things aren't running so well that I like to work hard at it. Um, yeah, and, and and yeah, it was a massive challenge with the Sunday League, and and someone says no chance. Will will you do out with that? And yeah, look where we are now. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, I did say, obviously, Wednesday kind of, it does take priority over, yeah, over definitely, Sundays. Yeah. But still, Sundays, people like to go out, they like to enjoy it, they like to play their pool. Yeah. I'd say probably 80, 90% of people still take it seriously. Cause, yeah. And yeah. they're the old school rules. It's, it's, you know, it's the rules that most people will know. Off yeah. the top of their head, the players that don't play pool, they can come in, start a new team on a Sunday. And that's the rules that they kind of know in their head. Yeah. Whereas if they start a new team on a Wednesday, they need to learn these different rules they've never heard of. They've got to hit a cushion. They're not allowed to have two-shot carry. The white ball can go anywhere beyond the line instead of the D. It's all, it's all alien to them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Sunday league, is it four divisions or is it five? Five now. Five. <laughs> See, five divisions. And yeah, it's quite spread now. I think... We've we've got a first team from Repton in it, um, the Royal British Legion, uh, Barton, the Red Line in Barton. So, yeah, it's I get a little bit of moaning out this tuck break when teams are going all the way from Barton to Swad or, but it's all in jest really. Everyone's enjoying it. So that's it. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone ever means um, anything kind of nasty into in no, terms of it. No. Um, and I suppose we have to kind of understand places, pubs like that. They've got nothing. They've got nothing to enter around their way. Yeah, and, and we are probably closest to them for them to join in. Yeah. Um, 
and you know it's it's split as well. It's it's even if you, if you go to them, they've still got to come to you later in the season. It's it's not like you're you're doing something that's completely out of the league, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. I think everyone enjoys the Sunday league um, just as much as everyone enjoys the Wednesday league. Wednesday league, obviously, probably a bit more competitive, but at the same time, you run in a league that's got five different divisions. Yeah. Hundreds of players. Yeah. And there's, you're going to get a small percentage of people that do complain, unfortunately. Yeah. But at yeah. the end of the day, the majority do know the, what a good job you're doing. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll all look at it in a, in a positive way. Yeah, and I never, I never ever take that personally. Really. Uh, of, course, you know, of course. Everyone has their, their views and that. And yeah, the I've moaned at you millions of times <laughs> in the, over the years. I could go through my messages. Yeah. But, you know, it's because I'm a moaner. So. <laughs> But no, it's um, as I say, it's great to have you on. Um, probably a perfect first guest in terms of the work you've done in, in recent years. Definitely, Thank you. Um, that's okay. I'm going to say the same to every other person I have on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got something quite fun for us to do now. I think you'll like this. Okay. Um, hopefully, the listeners at home will like this as well. So we're going to do your perfect five-a-side pool team. Um, so you can you can be number one. You can be player captain okay I'll, I'll give you that okay okay you've got four players to pick and if you can you can give us a reason it's not an easy one because um, there's a lot of talent yeah my first one would probably be it'd have to be John I think yeah Chambers, Chambers. He, he's probably the best one frame player I've ever seen mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a very good player over more frames as well. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's probably one of the best one-frame players I've ever seen. Kyle, he'd obviously be in there. Um, you know, when when I was young, I, I was playing and practising with Rob, John. And I remember playing him in comps, but I did get chances against Kyle. I played him in a Sunday comp the other week and... I think he had three breaks and was six nil down. I just it's quite scary. It yeah, is quite scary. he just um, and you have you have to admire that kind of ability. I mean, yeah, we played them. We played when he was playing for Potter's last season on a Tuesday. We played them at the Wiggy, and I remember having the black over the top bag, and I think he had five reds left, and three of them were on the cushion. Two of them were on the cushions next to the black. He had no right <laughs> ever to win this frame. I'm in my head going, I'm going to shake his hand in a minute because. You've got it. No, but he's 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 wiped him out. He's took him, and I, I remember. I'll always remember Brian from the Wiggy. Um, I went to the bar after. Was it after, or was it the next time I went in there? And, and he said, I, "I watched that on the camera. That was unbelievable." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, what can you what can you say? It's it's ability that's that's scary, um, and probably a worthy person to put in your five aside team." Yes. Yeah. Um. How many more have I got? Two. Two more. And you've got about 4,322 <laughs> players to pick from. Um, <laughs> Remember, you have to spend you know one night a week with these guys as well. So, Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Take that into account. Yeah. Um, I would probably pick... Uh, <laughs> I'm struggling here. Uh, it's tough it's, it's not an easy question and that's why I think I'm going to enjoy asking the guests every week because there's that much talent around yeah um, yeah it's probably yeah. one of the hardest questions to ask 
And also, to add the pressure, they're probably listening. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, who else would I take? Do you want me to make it easier for you? Yeah, go on. Yeah. So your last two, they've got to be players you've played with in a team before. Right. I think that makes it a little easier, doesn't it? Yeah. So the first one would, would be Graham Sherrett. Yeah. Um, obviously, we played with him um, on a Wednesday last year. And he just goes so simple about his, his, his patterns, his roots. He just doesn't come across to years. You know how he plays. He's just so casual about it. Don't don't dilly dally around thinking about it. Just gets on with it and yeah, just takes him out. Yeah, and the lads, the young lads, learnt so much off him last season, yeah, which I just imagine, puts him yeah. in good stead this season. And then another one would probably be, I would probably say the other one would be Keith. Rudin. Who, yeah, who played with Graham last year. I mean, I think he's, is he 60 now? And he's, he's, you know, he's still reaching latter stages in the tournaments. And yeah, he's still got it. He's still got it. Apologies if we got your age wrong, Keith. <laughs> Just putting that out there. That, that was Vinny. Yeah, you should have prepped me for that question. <laughs> I didn't think you'd mention his age. <laughs> um, that's a yeah. that's a pretty strong, you know. If you went into a, a Premier League division with that team, I think yeah. it'd be pretty sad. Um, but no, yeah, that was that was just a bit of fun. I think we'll we'll do that every week with whoever's on the show. It's it's good to see people's different ideas on players. You know, um, you've obviously played with strong players for a lot of the years. So, yeah, I mean. When I was younger, I used to go down the Premier Bar with, with Rob Chambers and I learnt so much from him then. And, you know, he's still doing it at the top level, still winning, you know, comps for England, team events. And it's mental to keep that standard for so long, really. Yeah, it's the consistency is it's brilliant. and It's, it's good to see. And they're, they're the kind of people you want to, be playing alongside or practicing with and, course, knock, and, yeah. and knocking with. Um, as as we said earlier, you've you've got to be if you want to improve as a player, you have to be playing with people that, that are better than you, that you know are better than yeah. you, so that you can improve your game. It's the only way to learn. Um, so we'll go on to the next question, which I think you may have may have answered, but again, it's a tough one. Yeah, the best player in Burton, in your eyes, over the years. Um, best player in Burton, I would again probably have said John, then Dave came along, Dave Fernandez, who was amazing, but now with, with, yeah, I'd probably have to say Kyle again, after all the years of playing, against some of the, the older guys years ago, I did get shots, but yeah, I just didn't get shots against him. Do you think that might be just the way the game's coming on with the amount that's being played over, over again, the, yeah. whole, the whole country? People are playing a lot more. There's a lot more competitions going on. There's a lot more competitive matches going on. And a lot more money matches. We, we've never seen, I don't think we've ever seen volumes of money matches like this before. No. They are happening all over the shop. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously Carl's playing a fair few himself. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, he's got his, his next one on the 6th of May, hasn't he? Uh, which is a big one against George Turney. That is a massive one. That's at Potters, and yeah, that would be a big part. For anyone that fancies a watch, you're probably not going to get into the room. But, <laughs> you know, if you can find a window, yeah, you'll be fine. So, um, yeah, and he, he just, I mean, with him as well, it's just how level-headed he is. And it, it's, it's not just that as well. It's not when he's going for his clearances. He, he's got that other side to it. And, yeah, he's probably the only player that I've seen on telly who, who in a race to 10, could be 8-0 down. And I'd still believe he could win because of that other side of his game as well. Agreed. And, yeah, it's just, you know, he's, he's he doesn't go shouting about, um, you know, what he's worn and how much he's worn. He's, yeah, he's very level-headed, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, I'll probably have to say yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, I think it's a fair answer. Kyle, if you're listening, you owe Vinny a drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've asked all the difficult questions now, mate. You can you can relax, sit back now, <laughs> you can relax now. Um, I think we'll just go on to talk on a bit more about the the flyers and the competitions. Yeah, I said it earlier, but I mean the volume of them is just I I would have never have seen it coming. And I, I, I suppose the question is now, how long can you see yourself continuing to do them? Because I, I mean, I can see you being fine with doing them for a, for a long time, especially with your lads playing um, and you seeing the involvement it's giving people. Yeah, I mean, the flyers are literally so easy to do. I put it on the socials, flyer, such and such date at Potter's. Comment if you're in. People are really good a few days before saying, I'm not going to make it. The reserves come in. You take a fiver off everyone. I put the money behind the bar and pay it out at the end of the night. It's just so easy. I'm not chasing people saying, oh, the deadline's there, the deadline's there. So I love doing the flyers. I love doing them. And, um, yeah, like some of the comps I've run um, as well, like Potters have been so supportive. Um, like Phil and Dave and, and everyone. When when I went to them with the ideas, they were like, yeah, okay. And then they've just supported me, supported me, supported me. And then the amount of pros wanting to come in these events, um, now as we spoke about the ladies and, and some of the men's, you've seen like, I think one day up Potter's in in one of the comps, there was, I think, Jimmy Croxton was there, John McAllister, Lakin, um, Josh Kane, Jack Whelan, and, yeah. That's a scary five-a-side team, by the way. Yes, should have gone with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how how did all of that come about? You do, obviously, a lot of work with, with Phil and Dave at Potters. How did that, how did that kind of come about? Originally, so um, when Phil and Dave took over Potters, they they sort of um, asked who ran the local leagues. I think they spoke to me. They spoke to is it Carl Poulton that does the snooker? Yeah, Carl Poulton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they said, um, just just asked me like what I was about, what I do, and that. So I went up for a drink with them, met them, um, got on really really well. Uh, we took some teams up there. They told me what plans they had for, for Potters. I was like, 
sounds good, but you know, sometimes you've heard it before, but yeah, the tables and what the well, as you know, what they've done with the place is, is unreal, really. Yeah, they look after it, don't they? Yeah. Um, and then we took teams there. I told them about the comps I do. And then, yeah, it just come up with the idea of a flyer. But to think, what, five months ago, Burton had never had a flyer. And then, you know, last weekend there was one at the break room, Friday, Potter's Saturday, Wiggy Sunday, and all full as well. All full is, is is crazy and yeah, it's good to see like the break room there running comps now as well. Um which, you know, I'll go in and I'll play in. Um I'm probably well, I'm maxed out with what I'm running. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Have you got so. any spare time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've done so. well to get here tonight, to be fair. Mate. Uh, on time as well. So Yes, just so everybody knows, Vinny was here twenty minutes early. Um <laughs> so for anybody that was giving him, you know, comments for his lateness, he, he did well tonight. Um he did try to escape at five two, but I got him back in. Yeah, too nervous. <laughs> um no, but yeah, as, as you say, five months ago we never had these things. We we never and I think uh, I don't know, I could be wrong in saying this, but I feel like if it was pre-COVID and say you tried to run a flyer at whether it was the coach house when it was open or, yeah. or whether it's the Wiggy, I feel like you might have struggled to fill it. Not because not because there isn't enough talent around, but more yeah. because, and this this is without obviously trying to sound disrespectful, but you've got yeah. players entering these that maybe they're up and coming players or they've only just started playing um, or they're just coming for a drink, but they probably know they're not going to get to the final. Because yeah. of the calibre of the players. I mean, we turned up Sunday at the Wiggy. You've got you've got your Jareds, you've got your Sean Bates, you've got yourself, you've got Adam Edwards. There are, there are tough players in it. Yeah. You know, Dean Marriott, players that are going to go probably the distance, as has happened anyway. Um, yeah. Obviously, Claire got far in it as well. I feel like players back pre-COVID would have looked at the list. You look at the list of some of the players and you, and you do kind of go, wow. Like, I, I mean, I don't, but some pe- some people would look at that and go, is it worth me chucking five pound and ten pound in? But I, th- I think now Paul is booming that much. People just want to be involved. They don't. They're not too, you know. Everyone wants to be there. Yeah, I mean, at the at the break room flyer on Friday, um, obviously Jack Jack Gladden had, you know, he played for a few years, but just lately he's another one that that you've noticed that has really come on. I mean, like I say, Dean's one of the top players and he, I think he had Dean 5-1 and, and reached the semis. So these players that I think probably two, three years ago looked at it and thought, no, it's not even worth going down for 10 or entry, 30 quid on drinks. No, But now they believe and they are beating them. Like I think I think Sean, Sean Bates lost in the first round at the break room. So... Yeah, I think I think it's just belief. I think I I used to be, oh God, I'm playing him now. I can't win this now. I just think it's just another another good player. Just play the balls and yeah, like I say I'm having doing well and reaching semis regular. Just just got to do that one more push. But in the instance of like Jack, um, yeah, his his improvement has and. I think I played him in one of the flies at Potts and I was surprised how, how, how much he'd improved. He's just one of them, isn't he? He's just one of the improving a, players. A, a big bunch, a big bunch of players that have yeah. come on leaps and bounds. Um, I, I don't know, 
kind of growing up when I was playing, there was obviously a, a few youngsters that were that were okay and that were, that were good at the game. Yeah, um, I think I played one, uh, maybe one or two youth county games uh, with the likes of your Brad Williams, your Jareds, yeah, uh, Ben Menzies, players that were were very very good. Yeah, well, not were sorry. Are very very oh. good. Yeah, sorry, Brad. <coughs> sorry, Brad. Ridiculous <laughs> sorry, <John>. talent. <laughs> if yeah, if Brad put time in, it's yeah. Like I've like yeah, I've known Brad since he was yeah. His talent's ridiculous, really. But obviously, he's, he's got family now, and so yeah. But you you know, he's one of them players where if he turns up, you still back him, don't you? Oh, of course, you know? yeah. And yeah. I suppose my point is, there's a much wider pool now. Of young talent coming through than there yeah. was when I was, and maybe yourself when yeah. you was, when you was kind of younger playing as well. Yeah, definitely. So I started the under eighteen comps, um, which I love doing them because I don't charge the kids. It, it's free entry. We get a sponsor for it, so it's free entry. So you're not chasing the mum and dad saying, "Oh, you're you're." 12-year-old needs to pay me this. (laughs) We get a sponsor and they're all so keen to play. I don't even have to mention about the deadlines. And obviously, we did a finals day at Potter's, which was a good day. Harry and Jake were in it. Rosie, um, Elfie Wheatcroft, who's another very, very good player. Yeah, he's going to be a serious player as well. But I think at the minute, they're all... All of them are coming on leaps and bounds, but I think they're all the one the chasing's Cohen, basically. He he won the under eighteens and he's probably favourite again and yeah, he's he's a great little talent and that's what I say to my boys. That's where you've got to get where he is. Yeah. You know, that's good. It gives them something to work gives them something to, yeah. to work towards, you know. Yeah. Um but as I say, when I was kind of I think when I first started playing for my first team, I was maybe fifteen, sixteen back when the coach house was called the new inn. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really have, there wasn't any other young, really 16, 17 year olds that I could look at that I was like, oh, I need to be as good as this guy. Yeah. I was looking at fully grown adults in their 30s and 40s going, wow, you know, I've got, yeah. I've got years to get that good. I don't have to do that right now. Whereas yeah. my mindset should have been, let's do that now. Let's get as good as them now. No. Um, you know, I'm not using that as an excuse because obviously I've played for, for a long time now, but, um, yeah, there's just now, there's that many, they kind of bounce off each other, don't they? The, the young players. Yeah. You know, they, they all get on with each other, which is, that's a great thing. Because not, yeah. ki- not all kids do get on with each other. No. So that's the main thing. They all get on. They have a good time when they're playing. Um, you know, there's no animosity. And no. it's refreshing to see. That's the main point I suppose I'm getting at, especially around Burton. It's it's refreshing to see such a young generation coming through. Yeah. It's just so good with with how you see life is at a minute. If if I can keep running these comps, keeping them off the streets out of general trouble um, or, or any trouble and, and not on the streets, I'll run them all day long. And yeah, and yeah, it, get, it gets the dads and the mates playing as well. Like, like say Harry and Jake going on at me. I was on twelve hour nights. Cohen's like. Can you meet me at two? I was like, well, I'm on nights a bit early. All right, see you at quarter past two. <laughs> and yeah, he he just um, yeah he has he has me in stitches as well. So it's um, yeah, 
and yeah, they're just getting everyone playing. And yeah, when we were young, or well, I'm a bit older than you, aren't I now? But um, just about 15, 20 years, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was no under 18s, there was no under 25 comps like there is now. So they're already having that standard raise before they go out to England trials or playing for Derbyshire or Staffordshire or Agree. Or you you are definitely aiding towards their preparation for these for these things is, that will yeah, come up in the nice future. To say. That is I mean, fair play to you, mate, because there's not many that would kind of uphold that and keep keep at it for the length of period that you're doing it as well. Thank you. Um, no, that's okay. Any time. So yeah, obviously we're we're coming towards near the end of the show now. It's been absolute class I've, I've loved it to be fair it's been a, it's been a great talk um hope you guys at home have enjoyed it as well um you can relax now Vinny. i'll let you have a few minutes to <laughs> to um get you in we have had people listening at home and we've got a couple of questions we'll ask this one jack gladden we've just been speaking about him he's mess he's messaged about 10 minutes ago so we'll uh, we'll see what he said here right let me just read this okay so Jack wants to know. Yeah, I believe your most underrated player. My most underrated player. Um, he wants you to say him. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what he's done here. I've um, I've already um, gave him a lot of credit, Anna, today, Jack. Yeah, I think he's had enough saying how much he's improved and that. Yeah. yeah. So unlucky, Jack, but he's picking Natalia. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go in that, yeah. Um, okay, so who do you believe is someone to look out for in the future? I mean, we've obviously, we've already spoken about Cohen. We do have to remember that Kyle is still a Very young, young, a young yeah, lad as well. Yeah. You know, Obviously, you've got your boys as well that are playing a lot, that they're going to just keep coming on leaps and bounds. They've got the right people around them, like yourself. Like, and yeah. If they're playing with Cohen as well, um, and, you know, if Pooch is involved, it's a right setup yeah. to help them improve, but... Is there anyone else? Um, I think I'd probably say one player who, who I've noticed improving a lot. I have mentioned him quickly. He's uh, probably Alfie, Alfie Wheatcroft. Mm-hmm. He is, yeah, he's turning into a really good player. And, you know, he, he's practising, he practises with the boys a lot. And, he's you know, he's such a nice lad as well. He's, you know, I think his dad's... His dad's helped him with getting his mum and dad getting a table at home and yeah, so I think I think Alfie will be one that, that will come through and yeah, obviously like we know how good Kyle is and you forget how young he is. Um but um Don't you think how good would it be if they kind of made a team between themselves, like now? Mm. And if they kind of stuck by it. Imagine what they'd win in a few t- a few years' time. A few years, yeah. It'd be quite worrying. Yeah, big. Yeah, it'd be some team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, obviously, like Maddie as well with the with the ladies. I know I mentioned her, and it's, it's probably a bit of a sore point. Um, she, I thought against you on Sunday. I thought she played really. She literally didn't miss a ball till four nil down, four you, nil up. You know, when I th- I thought about it because obviously I'm. I'm the kind of person that just gets in my own head too easily and yeah. you know, everyone knows that and that's why people wire me up at the side of the table because that is just who I am. And I, You know, I've been playing 13 years and I can't change it, unfortunately. But when I thought about it after and, you know, people were talking to me, 
Maddie didn't miss a she didn't no. miss much at all. Other than there, there was one black that landed over the back. Over the back, yeah. And that that was that was it. I, obviously, I always like to back myself, but yeah. she played that well. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't say anything to her, and that's why I went up to her after and just just obviously told her how well she played because I think that's that's the right thing to do. Yeah, when yeah. when people are trying to progress, yes. and they're playing that well, they they need to be told. They definitely need to be told. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you say, she yeah, I, didn't I mean, miss much. I was stood there watching it, and it was just I was like, crikey. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think she left that black over the bag. And, and you took that frame and, and then the next one. And then, yeah, that seemed to, to wobble her a, a slight bit. But, yeah, she got straight back on it. And, yeah, I thought she played really well. So, I think in the ladies' game, she should be some talent. Obviously, we've got Rosie, um, who's, you know, a very good good player and... Um, got Dean's daughters as well, haven't we? I'm, Dean's sorry, daughters, yeah. Names, but Taylor and um, Faith, Faith, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, I played Taylor the other week, and um, thought she played really, really well. It's, again, uh, played her at Potter's and in a comp, and yeah, she played really well. And uh, yeah, it's like, good. It is good yeah. to see, and it's only going to get better, especially with these with these flyers and competitions. Um, Coming thick and fast, even. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Tour next. <laughs> Happy days. Right, so we've come just about to the end of the show. Um, in future weeks, we will be speaking about the current Wednesday League and the, and the positions and hit squads and everything that goes with it. Maybe a bit of match reports as well. But we'll come to that in future weeks as the uh, we will be nearing the end of the season. We are kind of midway point at the moment. Um, thank you for everybody that's been listening at home. It's been... It's been a great first show. I've enjoyed it. Uh, thank you to you, Vinny, for coming along. It's been, as I say, a perfect first guest for someone that's that's doing so much around the area. Thank you for having me. No, no. I hope the nerves have eased off now, mate. Now, a little bit, the, yeah. now <laughs> excellent. Um, you have been listening to Chalk Talk on Microbrew Radio, and we appreciate you listening in. And I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you very much. This show is part of Microbrew Radio, Burton on Trent's community radio station. You can hear this and plenty of other shows over on microbrewradio.com. Find our app on the iOS or Android stores, or just say, Alexa, play Microbrew Radio. And if you like what you hear, please let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thanks.